Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Clicking Balls. This is round 12 all wrapped up. My name is Heath, and the first question I ask every week is your highlight of the week. So, Josh, you got a highlight of the week past? Well, it wasn't the Formula One for once. Uh, the race sucked, um, believe it or not, except for the fact that they had a, a celebrity doing the flag waving. Oh, Tony uh, Stark? <laughs> oh, no, it was... Um, oh, not uh, interested then. Winnie, Winnie something. Someone who's off like America's Next Top Model. Yeah, she's, right, yeah. she's got like a... Some shit the skin condition where she's got a melanin deficiency around her mouth and elbows and shit like um like michael jackson yeah like like that sort of thing um and that makes her a unique look or whatever anyway uh the race was pretty boring and so for whatever reason she got told or whatever just wave the flag early and she did two laps early good on her <laughs> problem is it cost dan ricardo a couple of hundred grand in bonus because he put the fastest lap in in that last lap that uh, didn't count oh that's unlucky. Yeah, you found that live on air too. She was yeah, oh, he was gutted. Yeah. The, even worse than that, his teammate actually yeah. had the fastest the face someone who just found out he didn't win 150k. Yeah, so, but uh, no, my uh, my highlight of the week was the UFC uh, 255. 225. 225, uh, whatever, we'll get 255 eventually um, on the weekend. It, uh, it had its ups and downs, but uh, in the in the lead up for whatever reason, that CM Punk uh, fighting Mark Jackson, I think it was. We we know why. Like it's he's a name, and he yeah. equals pay per view buys without yep. a doubt. But I watched it too. It was yeah, embarrassing. It it, it was so he, embarrassing that Jackson looked like he looked up at the cage a couple of times and was like, "Really, I got to take this to three rounds?" Yeah, um, I, I know that Rogan. Rogan, I thought, did a great job calling that fight because you could tell when he'd had enough. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But, hey, CM Punk got a takedown. He, he, yeah. he did. He did. He did. Yeah. Um, but it's not often you come out of a fight and both... I, I think we've seen that there was a retirement fight for them both. Yeah. Yeah. And you said after round one, they should have sat in the stool and went, that's it. That's it. Yeah. See, I, I would have supported a, US, a WWE-style chair shot. Like, someone jumps the fence, hits him with a chair, and, you know... The Undertaker comes out of the ground or something. That uh, would have been fine. And you say, you know, why was he there? But did you hear the crowd in the first minute of that fight? Yeah. That is the loudest US-based crowd I've ever heard at a UFC fight. Yep. Yep. Um, clearly, the, if CM Punk wanted to, he'd go make money anywhere. But he's just... I think we mentioned it last week. He, he's just... He's an arsehole. Like, and, <laughs> and knows it. And everyone else knows it. Sure. But... God damn, he's, he's good at what he does. He makes money. Not fighting, though. <laughs> no, not fighting for... I think anyone who's willing to get in the cage deserves some oh, respect. Yeah, fuck yeah, you got to respect anyone but that's, balls like that. This is the smallest amount of respect I can give someone for doing it. Uh, no, what? I mean, he did it. He did it. Yeah. He, he, could, he could probably beat me in a fight. I'm pretty confident he could. I wouldn't fucking do it. We'll, sure. we'll leave it at that. Exactly, yeah. Well, um, actually, you actually have a, a legit, um, you know, 
pedigree of some martial arts training, which is probably more than him. I'm going to be honest. Oh, he's, a, he's a blue belt. I think he is yeah, a blue belt. I mean, blue sort of belt, he, has, yeah. he has a purple, <laughs> pushing on brown. So well, Also, I think he's got about 30 kilo on him. But, uh, he, I'm going to make a big car. I reckon both of you would fuck him up. Well, it, it, under jiu-jitsu rules, I reckon I'm a chance. Yeah. Combat jiu-jitsu rules. But if, we, we, if know he, he, we know he can't throw a punch. I haven't thrown one, and I know I can't throw a punch. If he runs away from me, I'm fucked because I ain't chasing him. <laughs> small, <laughs> small octagon. Yeah, I'll be doing the Emmanuel Yarbrough shit, just standing in the corners like, come get me, motherfucker. Scrap the basketball court, Rogan. <laughs> but um, no, the, the highlight, though, that uh, made that card worth it uh, right off the bat, uh, Whitaker Romero. What do you mean right off the bat? It was the last fucking fight. Well, <laughs> it was worth the cost. It was a great fight. It was uh, an all-time great. I, I was watching it, and I the first three rounds, I'm like, uh, you know, Yol's just... Uh, Tanking, he's just absorbing punishment. Oh, the first he's, two, first two, first sure. two. yeah, yeah. Um, and I thought, you know, Whitaker's got him here. He's just that. He the second the thought entered my head, y'all rocked him. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, fuck, it's over. He's you know tanked up. He's uh, all of a sudden he's just holding on, holding on, and Ramirez is trying to finish him. But you see, Ramirez is still a little bit gassed. Yeah, of course, even he was. in round three. I mean, in- in the first two rounds, you could see he's, I am not going to get tired. Yeah. That was yep. what it was. Especially in the first round. I think he threw like six punches or something yeah, like that. If that. Yeah, that could have been by accident. If that. Um, but two spinning ones. <laughs> and we were talking during, uh, when it came to the end, uh, it could have been a decision for either of them or a draw. Yeah. Any result you could, was a legitimate result. Yeah. I think just before it too, I called it being a split decision. I said, this is going to be a split because it's so close. Yeah, it has to be. Um, um, what actually would happen if it was, uh, you know, 48-47 Ramiro, 48-47 Whitaker, and draw? Then it's a draw. Yeah. A full it, draw. A minority draw, they call it, I think. Let's go with that. It, it's a draw. It's happened definitely before. A draw, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's definitely happened before. Uh, to me, the belt can't change hands anyway. No, he, no. he blew weight. Um, it felt to me, remember uh, Machida versus Rampage Jackson years ago? Yeah. Where yeah. Uh, Machida did more damage, but you go, no, but Rampage won two rounds versus one. So. Yeah. Um, that's how I felt in this fight. Yeah, that uh, Romero definitely did more damage. Yeah, but yeah, Whitaker sure. won three rounds, and uh, I think the final round too. Some people are calling it a ten-eight, and I can see the argument, but also he just he, uh, Romero had the better moments. Definitely, but a majority yeah. of that final round was just two gassed guys laying on each other. It, I don't think yeah. you can give a ten-eight when you haven't. He didn't dominate the round. He wasn't being dominated. But yeah. uh, the ball was in dispute, uh, so to say, yeah. for a majority of that round. In a lot of respects, Romero won the fight everywhere but on the cards. And yeah. and it was legit. Yeah, yeah. but mind you, the Whitaker's head kick, geez, that should have knocked Romero out. I saw his interviews around. today. He said he just he was nothing. He did stone. Yeah. He got a little jelly legs and that was it. But I think uh, that's nice head the, kick. Yeah, they both just had such chins. I, I have genuinely no idea how Whitaker was able to just last that long with a broken thumb. Oh, yeah, he's right. Just with those fucking he, bombs coming at him. Yeah, he just popped the jab, and his jab was strong. Like uh, that uh, when he welled up uh, Ramirez's eye. Yeah, so that popped. Is that early in the second or yeah. first? It was uh, early on. Yeah. yeah, I think it was the second. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was that's the best fight of this year that I've seen. Yeah, it was a great fight. It was. It was. Mm. Uh, Brenton, you got a highlight from the week past? Uh, yeah, nice and quick. Mine will be. Um, I'm a big fan of rivalries and uh, drama, and I found out. Well, everyone found out that uh, in MotoGP, Jorge Lorenzo is going to partner up with Mark Marquez. Okay. Um, so expect fireworks because these guys, yeah, really don't like each other too much. 
Um, both Spanish, and obviously Marquez being the young gun that came up and sort of took Jorge's throne, has been killed ever since, and he's a better racer, so Jorge's a bit dirty about it. Going to be on the same team, which would be interesting to see how those politics play out, and it could be uh, even more uh, abrasive than when Stoner and, and Valentino Rossi were racing. Different teams, but they were still racing and very competitive. So yeah, might actually look, look forward to MotoGP next year. Well, Jorge's not afraid to be a bit of a cunt. This is true, yes. I mean, any any pilot or motorcycle rider or driver, yes, in general. Yeah, they, they tend to be willing to throw their their language out in front of it like uh what was stoner's thing uh confusing ability uh ambition with ability yeah to um yeah. rossi yeah and he tried to take him you know, was in Laguna Seca. Yeah. yeah you know let's be honest rossi he's one of the more accomplished riders out there yeah so yeah that was my it does sound a bit like jockeys fighting though at times doesn't it it does yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right all right let's get into the footy then it was an interesting round um the first of the proper buy rounds um, so we started off with Friday night, uh, the Tigers going over to uh, Adelaide Oval to face the Power. Um, good story this one, because uh, I, I'd picked the Tigers, found out Dusty wasn't playing, and I thought, oh, I've got to change my tip. I got oh, you it. did? Like 10 minutes before the, the game, Yeah. and I did change my tip, but I forgot that I changed it. So <laughs> like, all Saturday, I'm like, oh, why didn't I do it? Why didn't I do it? And I logged in to check, and I went, mm. oh. I did do it. do it. Good job. <laughs> and that put me equal leader with, with the office tipping again. Oh, shit. But uh, it, was a half de- it was a decent game. It I was thought. good. Um, yeah, I thought Port Adelaide obviously um, were the better team on the day. They yeah. just managed to, so especially that period of, was it end of the, end of the it might have been the second, second or the quarter. third? Where, um, end of the second quarter. Whenever they got into their forward 50, they just did not look, not look like it getting out of there without a goal being scored, yeah. and that was the only way. Yeah. And they really sort of uh, put that forward line pressure onto Richmond, which they haven't seen done in a long time. Um, it was all felt like uh, snaps from 20, 30 out, wasn't yeah. it? And look, uh, Port only kicked 10 goals for the night. They kicked five goals in the space of 10 minutes. Yeah. yeah. So that's half their goals for the entire night was in that period. And they had like a little bit more class with the ball as well. Like Robbie Gray played uh, one of his better games, I thought. Yeah. Um, Wingard obviously had a more consistent impact over a match, uh, especially with some, some concerns on his health over the last season health and form but yeah. Robbie Gray is that is the standard for him he, yeah. that's what he does week in week out um, I, I sometimes you go what would he be like in a, a legitimate top four contender side yeah could be anything yeah. he's that skillful what are you talking about these guys are minor premiers yeah <laughs> <laughs> actually Richmond fucked me up twice here because I, I thought no they can still do this they can still win and uh, you know surely enough they go down and it also makes it that much harder to get Wally oh, Wally Hines Ollie. Ollie Wines out of the team at the end of the season. He's a very level-headed uh, player, and I say that because he's got a head like a box. He's a box header, yeah. yeah. But um, box of wines, they call him. I can, can see why the cask. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he uh, he still hasn't decided what he's doing yet. And hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. 
Port are looking all right. Like the, the worst part is they show just enough. They show what they can do. Well, they were disgusting the week before. So yeah, they, they needed yeah. to show something. Um, and, I, and I thought they did. Um, I thought guys like Edwards, who had uh, maybe a career best game last week, you could see um, the the endeavour was there from them. Yeah. Um, but he'd dodge one tackle and then he'd run into Charlie Dixon. Yeah. Like, oh, fuck. It, just, it was that night for him where he tried to do everything. And it was just the pressure that they put on Richmond to not allowing them to get any sort of space, uh, yeah. any, any clean use of the ball. And uh, they did it very well over the whole whole course of the match because you, you sort of expect Tigers to come back in the They had their chances. Yeah. Um, but they managed to, yeah, sort of halt whatever momentum they could build and yeah, play the game on their terms. Because Castagna took a screamer in, in the goal square? Yeah, I think it was. Or just, just off the goal square? Yeah. Paddy Ryder was pretty dominant too, I thought. Well, in, in the middle. not Around the ground, he was you know neither here nor there. I thought. I'd, I'd say that's right, yeah. I thought his ruck work was good, um, but he's he's still a little bit slow to get around the around the ground. Obviously, he, I think they said he only trains once a week. I believe it because his uh, leg keeps flaring up and all that shit. Yeah, but when he's got uh, you know guys to have it down to like uh, Wines, Pal Pepper, Rockliffe, um, both Greys. Well, fuck it, you've got uh, got a choice of how you want your pizza there. Well, it's like somebody mentioned uh, with with Rockliffe. He, he, Got a lot of touches, but I don't think he was that influential. But um, he's what 150, 160 games into his career. Yeah, it's his first Friday night game. Really? Well, because <laughs> the Lions don't play them. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, because it's uh, NRL um, up there. Yeah. So it's his first Friday night game of his career. Um, oh, I thought that was interesting. That laid into his uh, in, into his run. Just the other day, um, it was someone from one of the gambling groups talking about pokies in football and whatnot. Right. Saying, how hey, we've got to get them out of it. And, and the, the line they actually used was, you know, we need to get the AFL out of pokies because uh, we're not the NRL, which needs the RSLs to feed them. We're better than that. I'm like, oh, fucking shots fired. Okay. I mean, yeah. You know, it's accurate. Most of, I think, the Penrith... Poke, uh, Penrith, Penrith um, Panthers. Panthers, they make a majority of their cash well, out of pokies. They're, they're a pokey club with a football side. Yeah. 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 Um, Great housey there as well. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, the, I thought it was funny just to say we're much better than those NRL fuckheads yeah, but, but I do feel a bit weird with like all the footy clubs are coming up for a new ways of revenue and, and you know pokies is obviously in this oh we've got to wean off it so yeah. they're running health and fitness clubs and I think Adelaide bought a baseball team and, yeah, I'm not against too. that bought, I think that's but, smart but, but now they're, they're businesses that have a football side yeah. like, it's, yeah. just, it's just weird I'm like football should be paying for itself I know that you know, they're doing extra and shit, but I know it just seems so weird to me. No, I can see it moving to be more a sporting brand with different teams. Like we're already going to have the esports. Yeah, teams yeah. are okay. Teams are fine, but health clubs. Yeah, how about make good merch that's not fucking one hundred and fifty to two hundred bucks per piece? Like the merch game sucks. Yeah, I agree. Well, I'll just jump on Facebook. There's ads left, right, and center for fake merch with all the <laughs> logos and everything. Yeah, uh, I saw a leather jacket there the other day that uh, looked like the Kill Bill thing for Richmond. Yeah, nice. Yeah. The Kill Bill thing, uh, like obviously inspired by br- the Bruce Lee. Yeah. Um, yeah, sort of Richmond colours to begin with, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah, I think it's, that's it's what they're doing. I mean, make, make it sleeveless with the one percent patch on it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Richmond MC. <laughs> Have you seen the one percent yet? No. Oh, it's on. The, it's good. Oh, right. It's like Sons of Anarchy, but Australian bikies and real. All right. Cool. Um, on to the next game, which was uh, North heading down the highway to uh, Geelong. Um, Six-goal win to Geelong. Uh, it's interesting game, though, I thought. To me, this was lost in the coach's box. Um, really? Well, just the, the base structures were... Uh, Goldstone was winning most of the taps, but a lot of them are going to Gary Ablett. Well, he's not a bad player, let's oh, be look, honest. But, yeah. 
But uh, the thing is, if you if you control the taps the way Goldstein did, and Goldstein's having a decent season compared to last season. Absolutely, um, absolutely. You should be able to dictate that your player gets the ball. That's a successful hit out. Yeah. Otherwise, you may as well just let the other bloke hit it. Uh, for whatever reason, Ablett, Sharked, uh, knew where the tap was going better. And a lot of that's, well, all of it's Ablett's skill. He can oh, read the way the ball is in flight. Well, apparently it's the coach's box. <laughs> well, it's also putting him in there. Um, Jacobs, I thought, t- uh, gave Selwood a toweling in the first half until yeah. they realised yeah. that that wasn't going to win them the game. So take him off Selwood and try and play him a bit loose. But, uh, you know, things didn't go well, yeah. I think it's fair to say. And well, one thing I did notice too, which is weird, the ball bounces differently down there. You reckon? Well, oh, it, it seemed to, like at the G and Eddie had, it seems to bounce, you know, fairly honestly. You get that third bounce and it pops up. Yeah. yeah. At Geelong, it was the fourth. Okay. That was just but, something I noticed. And then once I, I noticed it once, I couldn't unnotice it. Okay. I, I, I honestly didn't see it, but <laughs> that it's, it's one of those things, if you notice it and it sticks out like a sore thumb from yeah. now on in. Yeah. Cans have, they've conquered gravity. <laughs> conquered gravity now. Took a meeting between uh, Brad Scott and uh, oh, they've Gil. Been, they've been dumping the leftover oil from the Ford just, factory. Uh, just shave off a little bit of that gravity down in Geelong. Um, I thought Geelong obviously played really, really well. They did. And it wasn't um, through lack of skill or effort that... Um, uh, sorry, lack of uh, endeavour that North lost. It was They were beaten by a better side. That's just what happened. Oh, 100%. And um, the thing too, though, with the coach's box aspect of it, the way they set up, they had... Uh, what um, North did against uh, Sydney, they yep. played their flankers at the wing, the wings and the back flank, and then crashed the pack. Um, and that meant they had an open forward line, but they had players back if the if North actually got a clearance. North won the clearances in the first half dramatically, I think, Yeah, from memory, but uh, could not convert. They had yeah, equal two- entry 50s yeah. for a lot of the game and just could not convert. Well, only two goals to half time. Um, and a lot of that's got to go to Blitzarves as well, who yeah, is probably the best matchup in the league for Benny Brown. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And he absolutely towed him up. But he's got a few scalps this year too, Blitzarves. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't like him as a midfielder. And I thought he's an average ruckman who's a tall midfielder. I know he won a best and fairest doing that, but he, I don't know. It just didn't click for me. Goddamn, he's done well as a full back, though. He has. In yeah. Brown's defense, the delivery is a bit shit. Yeah. But, you know, you're a full forward. Yeah. Uh, he's leading the Coleman, so he's going to cop that. Yeah. And you've got to make your own space, doesn't it? Don't yeah. You? But. Um, also, not having weight there did hurt because Mason Wood had some very gettable goals in the first quarter. Sprayed them both. Uh, but, you know, you go into the quarter time break with two extra goals. Suddenly, it changes the momentum of the match. So you, you got a chance, yeah. And he's one of those players that we need to uh, need to be able to rely on at the moment. He's a bit hit and miss. Um, now there was winners all over the ground for uh, for Geelong, though. Um, oh yeah, they they were just, they were dangerous everywhere. Just tuning up. Um, speaking of just tuning up, we'll go to the next game, which is the Giants and the Suns. Do you want to talk about it at all? Oh, I mean, fucking Josh Kelly's pumping his wage up oh. again, that bastard. Genius. See that goal from the boundary line. Can, Falling over banana ball being tackled. Don't worry about it. So what do we do with the Suns? Oh, who would have thought that a team on the Gold Coast would struggle? Yeah, yeah. Um, they were homeless. Um, I just don't see how they're viable. Because, <coughs> yeah. I mean, they've got to rebuild with nothing, no foundation to rebuild on. They're, they're going to bleed any good player they get. Everyone said that Tom Lynch looks disinterested. Um, yep. it's, it's hard to be interested when your team's getting done by 108 points. This is true. But every club needs that don't fuck up my club player. They don't, don't look, have one. Doesn't look like it's him. 
No, no uh, I should know. Sam May, uh, sorry. Uh, uh, Day. Sam Day and what is May's first name? Steve. Stephen May. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Stephen May seems like that kind of person, but he's yeah. out for eight weeks. So. Yeah. And I also think that if uh, if he thought he had a crack at Essendon <laughs> or something, or you know, a, another team with a, a bigger profile, he'd probably take it. Yeah, like I said, you know, um, I think Hawthorne are on the third line of betting for Tom Lynch. I'd rather he'd stay to the Gold Coast because it means they've got something. Yeah. And it's to the point that I think that the AFL should step in, like they did, you know, they got Tony Lockett to Sydney yeah. and allegedly paid uh, two-thirds of his salary above <laughs> what was, you know, just to get him there. Um, I would not object. I could certainly see if... Um, the AFL went to Gold Coast and say, "You pay him one point five, we'll pay one point five. You know, look, shh, under the table just to keep him there. I, I, st- I can totally see the reason for it. I still think they need someone else there as a marquee player, though. Like, I think Lynch five can. people. Yeah, let's start with one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll work on there. But uh, if you could, I mean, if you could draw up your your wish list, you'd probably put someone like Franklin there, just because he's a he's a powerhouse. Yeah, I got a feeling he's he's already settled. Yeah, and he's what. Got uh, five years left, four years left. Uh, four, I think. I think he's yeah. in year five now. And he's he's looking all right to finish that contract. Yeah, he's doing okay. Yeah, I feel like we could just really use another inner Melbourne suburb team. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just not enough around the South Bank or somewhere like that. <laughs> Bring back South Melbourne, you reckon? Yeah, that's it. Exactly. You've already got like that nice little uh, Albert Park area. Um, well, well, imagine if they said Gold Coast is looking at uh, shutting down. We're going to move the license elsewhere. Yeah. And uh, all of a sudden, you get Tasmania pumped up. They're like, fuck yeah, we're going to get Hobart or Launceston or something. And it's like, yep. And we're announcing the Auckland Warriors, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yeah. We're going to be international. To- fuck off. Or Bendigo. Bendigo. <laughs> Let's go to Bendigo. I don't know. I feel well, like- I'll tell you what, Bendigo could support a team too. Well, I feel like with South Melbourne that way, not only getting like another team in inner Melbourne, but we're also fucking Carlton off too because half their members are going to quit and join South Melbourne. Well, and you annoy the Suns as well. Uh, sorry, the Swans, because the AFL is still dirty that Franklin went there instead of GWS. Yeah. Jeez, imagine yeah. if you had gone with GWS, though. Oh, yeah, they, they'd be nuts. But For a start, they'd yeah. be a five-goal game better side because Patton isn't spraying them. Yeah. He wouldn't still be there. He would have been poached out of there ages ago. Yeah, or Cabron. Yeah. They probably lost one of those two. Probably Patton. Uh, anyway, but, um, yeah. there's no need to talk more about the game. No, um, <laughs> not that we did at all. No. Josh Kelly, forty touches, two goals, and that scream. Like, yeah, fuck off, mate. Can you just have a quiet one? It was we're, a training run. It we're trying to put your price down, fucker. This shouldn't count. This game. Um, now, although the Giants do look like they're coming back, I still want to see them against somebody better. Yeah, yeah. This um, was training cones. Yeah. All right, on to Saturday, and surprisingly, I've got a lot to say about this game. <laughs> um, so I was sitting at, sitting at home all day Saturday. I was bored out of my head. Um, and I, I just said, fuck it, I'm going to the footy. And right. I, that's what I love about Melbourne. Is, yeah. just, and having an AFL membership, fuck it, I'm going. Mm-hmm. I'm just swiping. Um, so I got a couple of gripes, and I now hate Swan supporters. Really? Have you found some? There was a quite, there was more Swan supporters than Saints supporters there. You know? I, I don't blame them for that. S- South Melbourne, Bloods and everything. Um, for starters, you know, we're walking across the bridge past the NAB building on the way to Etihad. Yep. The slowest fucking walkers I've ever met. <laughs> that's fucking wrong. That should be. I, I'm not saying they should have snipers on every building, but I'm just saying a couple to take down the worst stragglers, and everyone else will figure out what's going on. I felt like well, I need a bike lane just to walk. Um, I was zigzagging through just to try. It got to the point where you know I'm pissed off so much. I'm seeing how much can I zigzag, <laughs> yeah. and it was it was clearly helping. So these slowest walkers. Anyway, by the time I got to the game, um, you go down into the uh, you know, general admission on the bottom level. Yeah. You know, just walk up, the spare yeah. seats, go and sit down. Yeah, dodge a few footies. Now, th- I have a golden rule. 
in when it comes to general admission. So this is non-ticketed seating. Yep. Either you're in your seat or it's not your seat. Yep. If you lay a scarf down, not your fucking seat. Yep. Who lays scarfs down in general admission? Nobody. Swans fucking supporters do. Do they? Seriously? Rows of them. And they expect you to respect that... Uh... Well, I, I had... Um, decided that I'm not going to piss them off because, you know, fuck it, I don't want to sit near these people anyway. Right. I decided I'm going to go sit up in the nosebleeds by myself. Yep. I had to row to myself just about. Like a bloody scarf. I always wondered if you just grabbed the scarves and fuck off. And say, hey, what's in here? <laughs> um, somebody did... They just uh, take them. Did tell, <laughs> just wear them? <laughs> yeah. yeah. it's mine. <laughs> <laughs> scarves were here. What scarves? These are mine scarves. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a Hawthorne Guernsey on. I'm a mixed metaphor. <laughs> I, I've <laughs> knitted a jumper out of scarves. <laughs> this is my seat. It has my scarf on it. <laughs> Um, it was uh, uh, the what do they call it gay pride game this one as well Um, so beforehand they had rainbow streamers going to the crowd I thought ah that's a nice touch and they had rainbow fireworks as well and I thought we haven't learnt have we (laughs) what happens when you do fireworks inside a fucking stadium (laughs) so the smoke left at about halfway through to the second quarter oh beautiful how was that nosebleed (laughs) there was seeing nothing from there I swear to god I don't know if it was somebody around me or if it was the smoke it smelt like fairy floss (laughs) and I thought if they've done that because it's gay pride one I don't know if that's insensitive or not but two geez, you've gone the extra mile chance level. that is next level I did see uh, some Saint supporter turned up with his waifu yes yeah. his pillow yep. interesting uh, look uh, he's not harming anyone I guess I guess um, and she's a Saint supporter I suppose well it's like they say you know everyone's welcome but you're pushing the fucking yeah. limit champ <laughs> and he, he looked exactly like you think too. Uh, oh, of he, course he, did. he owns several fedoras I will uh, guarantee it I, and I, has strong feelings he, on... He might have put his fedoras down on a few seats just to <laughs> fucking cut. The other thing that uh, lit up the AM band was uh, the idea that they were going to have unisex toilets. Well, they had signs up that go, said, uh, use the toilets you identify with or whatever. And I thought, yep. <laughs> whatever. I identify yeah. with the one with the shortest lineup. <laughs> exactly. But that's the thing. Like, uh, there was only 22, or 27,000, I think. So there was plenty, yeah. of, <laughs> plenty of room. But the thing for me is like, yeah, it's odd. And it's, you know, people are saying, why bother? But... Really, does it fucking matter? I mean, for a bloke, you're going in there, have a piss, whatever. Eyes uh, straight, nothing, nothing, uh, you know, off to the side. It was, it was There's fun. always yeah. someone who likes to huddle in the corner, like real secretive. You're like, what the fuck is that dude hiding? <laughs> yeah, he's like, probably hiding a three cops to keep one eye on him and one eye on your piece. He's got three balls. But the thing is, like, any event you've gone to, whether it's a pub or a, a club or whatever, there's always women trying to sneak in the men's yeah, because the lineup's no lineup. ten times shorter and because they're trashy. Well, that too. And some of them have been in the Melbourne Cup where they even back up into the urinals. <laughs> and I'm, I'm actually honestly impressed with that shit. And they're trashy. <laughs> yep. I mean, they've got the heels on and you know. Heels in their hands. Oh, yeah. that, that comes later. But uh, when they're in, in the urinal, they've got the heels on and re- uh, reversed in. You know that there's a very good chance that heel is going to fall through that grate. Oh, you want to see <laughs> And it's fucking hilarious when it does. But uh, on the flip side, uh, you know, the AM band lights up. Well, you know, would you take your daughter in there? I think... It's pretty fucking common for blokes to take their daughter into the men's toilet because you're there yeah. with the daughter. And, yeah. You know, what are you going to do? Have Sorry, you- honey, just hang out here while dad goes and has a whiz. Uh, you know, ignore the, the shady blokes wandering into the toilet. I reckon I've seen it every single game I've ever been to. Exactly. Yeah. And the, the reverse is true too. Like I remember yeah. as kids going to the supermarket and shopping centres and whatnot, having to go in the women's with mum because, you know. It's you such, know, a, such a non-issue. Yeah. yeah. Like, anyway. Look, it's weird. Fuck it. What no else? Got, no one got harmed. What's interesting for this game is, you know, it's all about inclusion. Um, they decided to have um, at the ground, you know, they do the announcements and all the, um, you know, kiss cam and all that shit. Yep. Yep. Um, they had uh, somebody doing sign language 
um, and then uh, captions on the on the big screen. Right. Problem is they're doing uh, wave cam. So the captions are like, have a wave. Yeah, good wave. <laughs> Waves intently. Have a wave. <laughs> wave. I'm like, I, th- I think they can get the point from this. You don't really need captions. Yeah, they go the equal opportunity. You know, waves in lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> if only. If only. I didn't actually see many gay people. I saw pr- plenty of people with um, uh, the, the flags and all that. But at the end of the day, I'm like, I just wanted to see the footy. I mean, no, no one's proud going to watch the Saints. So <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't much pride on the field. That's all I'm saying. I would love to see that actually. Oh, you're a Saints supporter? No, no, I'm just, I'm just gay. <laughs> Is that a membership in pocket? No, no. Look, I'm, I'm just here for the, for the gay factor. I'm not a Saints supporter. Um, <laughs> I can't tell my parents that they'll disown me. Nine goals to one in the first quarter. I think that's all you need to say. Uh, again, don't need to say more about this game, do we? Everyone's pulling out the knives for the Saints now. Why not? <laughs> well, the the Saints are in fucking trouble. Yeah, they are. Um, the worst dead of any team. They've got nothing on field that you're really excited to watch, except for memory, occasionally. occasionally. Uh, the, the highlight of their week was Billings tearing it up in the VFL. Uh, I reckon it was Richo going down the slide on Monday afternoon, yeah. dressed as Robbo. I don't know. My highlight was their their not so highlight reel. The major question whether that was the halftime kids playing or whether that was legit a <laughs> so professional. That athlete. was uh, shit. Uh, Mungal kick forward from Savage. Yep. Then I think it was Gresham who had a snap from the top of the goal square yep. that landed five meters Went backwards. backwards yep. And then Paddy McCartan that picked it up and had a shot from the top of the goal square that missed five meters right. Yep. Yep. And I thought, when you look at that, I reckon that's when I stood up and left. <laughs> and it felt like the end of the game because it was still crowded on the bridge going up. <laughs> game was still going and it was crowded. Well, anyway. I think the all, all inclusion factor with people um, people there that into sadomasochism and shit and self-harm <laughs> are turning up and going, this is too far. I, I have to get out of here. I felt like that. <laughs> I, it, I, have, I don't leave games early often, but I felt no guilt whatsoever leaving this one. All right. You know, they're fucked. Yep. On to the Lions and the Bombers up at the Gabba. Uh, the Lions tried, but uh, I think they're just a few players short at the minute. Yeah, they're a few players short. Well, they're a coach short now. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I mean, if if you would have given them a chance to maybe get up and knock them off, but I thought the performance was sort of indicative of where they really are sitting. Essendon are an up-and-down team that haven't really put a consistent season together, and Brisbane have been an average team that should be able to pull, pull one or two games out of their butt and yeah. um, step up. This right. is one I thought they could have, but conversion was just not really there. Well, time. I mean, best on ground for uh, the Lions was their full-back. Yeah, and I think that says where hey, Andrews. Andrews, he's a quality player. Yeah. He he could be in all Australian discussions. I'd, I'd say so. I reckon squad, maybe not team, but uh, yeah. Well, mind you, he's got ample opportunity to succeed. Yeah, the, the ball's down, down there, there a lot. lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, Christensen lined up again, which was surprising. I thought he was dead. <laughs> well, yeah, he uh, he did have a little nap last week. Um, but uh, speaking of killing someone, uh, Hodge. I tell you what, I I saw um, nobody saying that he should go for weeks. Everyone looked at him and went. Yep, you done yep. fucked up there, Heppel. Yeah. yeah, what the hell was he <laughs> oh. thinking? What was he doing? It was a bloke not ready for contact at no. all. And not understanding the physics of uh, momentum and force and, <laughs> and protect any yourself of at all times. laws, full stop. Protect like, yourself, yes. Like I said last week, uh, safety third. Look after yourself first because yep. there is no rule that will stop someone getting concussed once they're about to get hit. This is like a kangaroo when you're driving through the country road at night. Like, oh, as soon as yeah. it gets in the headlights, it stops. It goes, fuck it. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon I'm good. I 100% agree. Um, he does not deserve a mention for this. No. That, that no. was just a hard hit. And that's that's footy. Yep. That's the way it goes. Um, but uh, uh, Hippel had a night-night for it. It's going to be on the highlight rule that we show international people yeah, to get exactly. an idea of our game. Yeah. 
like, this shit, okay. And I'm like, he done got fucked up. Um, that, uh, yeah, the, the Bombers were just happy to think they'd come away with the points. Um, not a pretty game by any stretch of the imagination. No. Skipping through a few games today, <laughs> not that much to but talk about with them. It's not all doom and gloom for um, Brisbane, though, because I think, you know, they showed a little bit here. Yeah. And they've been they, showing a little bit for a long time. But, uh, you know, I think they're improving. They're, they are. They're on the right track. Um, on to the Dockers and the Crows. Dockers without Fife, without uh, Sanderlands, and put in a great effort. Yeah. Um, Who the fuck tipped this? I did. You're full of shit. Yeah, I, I tipped Frio at home. Um, actually, I think I didn't, actually. I'm telling absolute lies. <laughs> um, I wanted to, but I, I, I thought better of it. Um, yeah, was the inclusion of Miles Polhock? Pohockey that uh, Pohockey, he's had a good year. Yeah, yeah, was he the one that tipped you off? Um, it was actually I thought five out. No, no, the Crows have got to bounce back, don't they? Um, but they didn't, and they got another injury out of it as well. Um, That's a win-win for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to say though, uh, a lot of youngsters um, flew the flag for for Frio. Um, yeah. uh, Cox for starters got the uh, the rising star nod. Yep. Um, and they had another lad in his second or third game whose name I've just gone. God damn it. Uh, Sarah, um, who, who played a blinder. Um, he had 30 touches and uh, looked threatening every time he touched the ball. But on the flip, you've got uh, Eddie King 2-6 and Walker King 1-2. Hey, 2-6 and you lose by three points. Yeah. Yep. Says something. Yep. Just, and he's a, a champion player, don't get me wrong, but 2-6. Uh, it's a lot. There's not much to season either. I mean, it's bound to fall off and we're not going to ride, ride it off yet. But no. But it's just with games you need to step up. I think he's still got... Career time left, absolutely. But uh, if you're kicking two six, maybe set a couple up. <laughs> oh, I'm just, I'm just saying those uh, bananas from the pocket that have been his bread and butter. No, yeah. no. Sometimes you have to know when your when your weapon's blunt, you have got to sharpen it up later. Well, sometimes I remember a, a basketball. I mean, kicked on his knee. <laughs> a, a basketballer back from Broken Hill, and Brenton, you'll know who I'm talking about. Um, if he misses his first ten shots, it's just well, I'm warming up. Yeah. You know? he'll, he'll shoot himself into form. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Um, I think Eddie Betts is a bit like that. Yeah, you kind of hit like, him eventually. Sometimes you can pass your way into form too. Hey, <laughs> I've seen Buddy Franklin kick two goals eleven. Yeah, you know? this is true. He come out the it's next true. week and kick a few more. Um, no, you got to rely on Eddie to know to do what's best. But you know, he didn't. He, he clearly didn't in this game, especially you know in the last quarter uh, where they're, they're fighting back and they kicked two goals. What's that? Two goals five. Yeah. Um, it's a struggle to win. Yeah, a later game, game and a half outside the eight. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. you wouldn't expect them to be at any point of the season. Well, three of those uh, two goals, five snaps, three of those points were Eddie's. Yeah, there you go. Um, so, so that's disappointing for the Crows. Uh, you really do feel that their season's uh, done and dusted now. I, I think I said last week, I've written them off for a premiership. Now they're struggling yeah. to make finals. Yeah. Uh, and injuries again. I can still see them making the eight. Um, I'm not sure who's going to drop out. Yeah. That's, they can't that, drop off that bad. I'd fucking love it if they did, but <laughs> their, their injuries <laughs> are cannot. terrible. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think they kid themselves a little bit. I think um, they're still carrying some. Yeah, well, they played for the fact they lie their ass off about injuries. Yeah, and I mean they played Sloan in round four, and he hasn't played since. And they said, "Oh yeah. no, it's a little niggle," you know. <laughs> yeah, <sighs> three month niggle, mate. Well, is it a niggle with his writing hand that he yeah. just hasn't signed? And uh, well, speaking of which, they've had more um, trouble reported today in the Age that uh, Mitch McGovern wants home to Victoria. Ooh. Um, and so does Jesmo Govan, apparently. Apparently. But uh, the thing with Mitch was, he signed a three-year ex- uh, contract uh, last year. Yep. Um, and he signed for under what he wanted, because they said, we don't have any room left in the salary cap. He went, okay, I'll sign then. Then they signed Bryce Gibbs for more than what he asked for. And he went, 
Hang on a minute. About, you get fucked. Uh, now, <laughs> this like, is... Hang on. Three, four, two, carrot. <laughs> That's more than me. Um, now, I obviously, I don't know if it's true or not, but, but if it is, you can understand he's a little bit pissed. Yep. I yep. would be. But he's still got uh, a, a year or two. As I said, he signed a three-year contract last year. Yeah, so he's still got, uh, well, three years. Or two at the end of this season. Correct, yeah. So they have to trade for him. Exactly. So it means they'll get something. Oh yeah, it's always easy dealing with Adelaide at the trade table. <laughs> no brainer. But who are Adelaide in the chase? Like, if you're Adelaide, you, you only really want marquee players. They're only taking him for LeBron. That's it. With <laughs> <laughs> free agents, you know. Oh, but I mean, any player that accept, he's not worth that. Oh, you get a first round for him, without a doubt. You get a first round pick for for Mitch, I, I think, and maybe a first round plus a, a top up player. So he's going to St Kilda. I think they got all the first rounds picked <laughs> in the next draft. Hey, look, St Kilda are probably that'd probably be a good call for them because uh, they they need people who can play. But I, I just I don't think he's worth that. Like, I, I can understand Adelaide would only accept that because they hold all the cards. But well, uh, well, if I'm a top eight team, not paying it. Well, let's for say bottom eight team, I need more. Let's say you're uh, North Melbourne and you got pick twelve, and they say we want a first first round pick. You say I got pick twelve, pick twelve for Mitch McGovern. I tell you what, if I was North, I'd take it. If I was Adelaide, I wouldn't. That's why I yeah. go with it. The kid's young. He's got some spring in those legs. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, we'll move on to uh, the highlight of the round by far was uh, the Monday game. Um, the lead up to it, oh, obviously everyone's talked about the, the slides. I was sitting watching it with the old man. I couldn't believe how transfixed we were by a half an hour of middle-aged men yeah. going down a slipping slip slide. Oh, and I think they just need to really step up their game with a slide. What a piss weak slide. <laughs> it's a small it slide. It needs to be going from tier one down to the, <laughs> to the ground floor. <laughs> yeah, make it worth it. A 20 foot slide no, yeah. from, from the coach's box. I, I, I want to show how scary murder neuron disease really is. So <laughs> with a corkscrew. I want to see a rail slide. I want to see the coaches get up on their back, slide around that motherfucker. I am now more interested in it than I ever was yeah, before. You've got this great structure there you can really fuck around with. Like, let's yeah. go for it. And look, there's many Australian companies that need exposure. I think if you're a company that makes fiberglass, glass or make slides this is your chance sponsor that motherfucker get level three loop it down through level two go through the mcc just to shit them off <laughs> yeah uh and you know make it uh, end in the golf square in a big pool but uh look only you can make this happen uh clark rubber or whoever the fuck else uh, makes that sort of <laughs> shit so get on it uh you know it'd be un-australian not to and look let's just neil Danaher doesn't have a lot of time left so get, get a fucking move He's on. first Send him down. Yeah, send him. <laughs> hey, this has been going for, I think it's been going for four years. He hasn't gone down the slide once. He's due. Terrible. He's due. It's a pyramid scheme. <laughs> Fucking bullshit. <laughs> so Neil's going to fly down that motherfucker. Um, we'll put him on a mat. Just, you know, we, we don't want... We don't want uh, put those black and red, black and gold circles on the side of his head. Like a, <laughs> like a crash test dummy. <laughs> You evil motherfucker. You uh, those boards with the you know straps what? next to it so you can calculate the speed exactly. Like, I reckon... Like of Mythbusters. And then a rubber wall at the end. <laughs> I reckon he would find that hilarious. So, you know, there's been all the talk about the AFL culture and the product. We've just fucking sold it. <laughs> that, that is going international. Yeah, they had 18 men go down the slide this year. One man next year doing that. <laughs> yep. Already the best ever. Done. <laughs> Shit, we should get to the try and sponsor it. Clark Rubber, this is in your hands. Get get on it. Um, and Jim's fiberglass. Fucking make it happen. Yeah. Jim's fiberglass. I'm a I'm a Jim's collapsible wall. <laughs> the collapsible wall sponsored by the CFMEU. <laughs> Jim's death traps and insurance. 
<laughs> I, I think this could work. I think we're on it here. Look, uh, I don't know if Jim's fired with us or the thing. I'm pretty sure it's not. But, uh, oh, mate, Jim, you've done every other fucking franchise. I'll tell you, I'll lead this one for you. What way to get your name out? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <coughs> I'll, I'll lead and design this fucker. I have no uh, engineering skills, but fuck it. Uh, if it fucks up, it's even funnier. I'd say as well, this uh, slide, I reckon more people watched it than the entire AFLX series. So yep. Yep. clearly that's what they should do in the off season. It's yep. just slides. Just slides in, yeah. More playground equipment they need. Well, it's Aussie as fuck. A homemade slip and slide. What uh, can be more Australian than that? Out of the slide, who is your best and fairest? Fagan. I think it's got to be Fags. It's got to be Fagan, yeah. The fact that he pulled his hamstring off the fucking bone. Stairs, yeah. <laughs> it's fucking hardcore. You see, and he got up and said, I think I pulled it off the bone. Yeah. And he was fucking he's right. Straight away. So he's already better than Doc Larkin too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, old mate BT in this game had uh, Wells out for an ankle, had him out for a <laughs> knee, had him out for a hamstring. It was fucking everything. I Which, love the speculations. To be fair, you can throw a lot out there and it might be all of the above. Well, For Wells? No, you, with Wells, you start with he's injured. That's yeah. a given. Yeah. And then you just got to figure out, is it a playing injury or a not playing injury? Yeah. Now, this is the closest to the line you've ever seen. And now he's not playing. He's off to surgery. Yeah, I feel bad. Um, I'd never wish that on that bloke. There's people that leave your team you wish would get injured. He's not one of them. However, you like that Collingwood have signed him for another two years. Yeah. So, <laughs> so there's that upside to it. So the upside is that his uh, his retirement is getting paid for and he's not going to have to earn it. Um, on the actual game itself, it was an absolute cracker from uh, Collingwood. Um, even though th- their inaccuracy kept um, Melbourne in, in the game early. But th- they had winners all over the ground. Um, I thought Sidebottom bo- side was probably uh, their sixth best player. That's yeah, how good they'll go. Crazy. He didn't play badly. Yeah. It's just others were brilliant. Well, I think uh, last week we said you, you're buying Dugowie based on four good games. Well, it's five now. God yeah. damn. I, I'd be, if I'm looking at free agents coming around now, he's on top of my list. I, got, I'd rather him than Tom Lynch. Yeah. yeah. He's got numbers in front of him. You can guarantee it from yep. at least five teams. And this is one of the best like uh, games I've seen Collingwood put together because they obviously, you've gone up against Max Gore on the ruck and a uh, midfield that's not too shabby. And they dominated the center bounces and the clearances. And what was better was going to the forward line, the people that were stick marks. Oh, uh, Mason Cox. Mason Cox, yeah. He nearly took mark of the year, yeah. um, but got a free kick for a push in the back from uh, Geordie Lewis for it. Yeah, and what did you end up kicking? Five goals, one or something I like that? I think he kicked six. Six? Um, he got two bags in this game, actually. Yeah, he got six. Um, and, uh, no, sorry, uh, McDonald got six. He got uh, five. Yeah. Um, he has a textbook style, though. I said in round one when I was watching warm up, he was dobbing from fifty without a problem. Drop punts going through half goalpost height. Yeah, um, and so I said, "Oh, he's in for a good year." Uh, took him another month to to get into it, but now he's having a good year. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, there's a lot of hard work going um, off out, off the field. Yeah, to uh, pick up their skills and yeah, really you know flying the flag for the imports at the moment. Um, also, the young kids from uh, Collingwood, Hosson Elliott and uh, Stevenson, uh, the ones that have been really the lifeblood of putting that sort of beef around what yeah. was a skeleton team. Uh, Stevenson and uh, uh, Day from Adelaide. They're, yeah. they're the, it's a two-horse race for the NAB Rising Star. Yeah. Um, I think, oh, at the moment, I think it's Day, but Stevenson, um, he, he could get there. He's got everything he can do. Yeah, he's racking up the highlights too. Mm. But, no, uh, yeah, nice goal of the week he'll get. Mm. For, for this match, it was uh, Gorn versus Grundy, which got, uh, got me going. Uh, Grundy had it. Yeah, I think so. I think Grundy beat him, but it, it wasn't easy. No, uh, I, I think Grundy was mar- far more influential, had more taps, and uh, I think it was 10 to 9 disposals in uh, Gorn's favour, but Grundy had a lot more tackles. Yeah, and yeah he was Grundy took some nice dominant. marks. Um, I also think that there weren't as many free kicks in the ruck 
contest in this game yeah. because they both held each other at every single yeah. ruck contest. <laughs> Sometimes you watch it, I'm like, you're not even trying to hide it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. he's holding me, I'm holding him. Hey, okay. let's go. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm just let it happen. And I'm okay with that. Maybe that's what they should do to clean up and say, guys, holding's legal. Just go for it yeah. in the ruck contest. Let's just see what happens. Just, no uh, more free kicks. I want to see a Dars choke. <laughs> oh, there's somebody I, I thought we were going to see one uh, in in this game. It was a front on that ended up getting high high contact. I uh, can't remember who it was, but anyway, I thought it was a great chance for a Dars there. Um, but uh, yeah, Collingwood 130 points against the side that was third on the ladder. Yeah, that's impressive. Um, and I, I do like how fickle um, the media can be. And like, well, you know. Melbourne, they could be a premiership chance, and now Collingwood could <laughs> yeah, be, prim- yep. <laughs> but they're 100 percent playing finals without a doubt. Yeah, yeah, and their run home is not too bad either. Um, I can see in the next week or so, uh, Buckley signing a ten-year contract. I think the next three games are like um, uh, Carlton, Brisbane, and Essendon. Not Brisbane it might be Carlton, St Kilda, and Essendon, but it's three easy games. Yeah, um, until they get back into the hard stuff. So it's all ahead of them. Well, you put them down for probably twelve wins. I mean, they're sitting oh, on, what, uh, seven now? Seven. So that gets them to ten with uh, seven games left. They're, they're laughing. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And uh, there's some big teams going to miss out as well, and they're going to find it harder and harder because the wins that you would have penciled them, them in for at the start of the season aren't that easy anymore. No. No. Teams have changed. Actually, they've got uh, eight wins. They need four more. Well, there you go. Uh, Hawthorne beat them in round one. I'm glad we played them then. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah rather than now. Um, all right, let's look forward to uh, round 13 then, uh, which all starts on Thursday nights. I'm, I'm back on the Thursday night bandwagon. Uh, yep. It's coming Thursday nights. So I'm looking for footy now, so yeah. I'm glad it's it's back. Um, Port are hosting the Bulldogs. Um, Bulldogs coming off a bye is probably the only thing that will give them any hope. I still look at the matchups and every position where they're doing well, I, I think Port are slightly better. Yeah, Port have got a, a decent ruckman and a big full forward. Um, both those... Uh, trouble the dogs yeah, and even uh, the Bonds their best player oh, it still takes Sammy Gray at the moment uh, Robbie Gray Robbie Gray sorry yep. yeah yeah. I or would Sammy too. Gray he's had some good runs yeah. uh, or Ollie Wines or I, I would take the Bond over Sam Gray but yeah I don't I don't think anybody would argue with that yeah, yeah. Uh, Port easy yeah, yeah. Uh, Port yeah. Uh, Friday night um, easily match of the round uh, oh, yeah. Swans and the Eagles um, I'm, this could be a grand final preview too, by the way. I'm on the Swans here. SCG. SCG. Ooh. You know what? The funny thing is, Swans have got a worse record at the SCG than anywhere else. Yeah. So, yep. Um, I'm on the Swans. I, I think just because of um, the Buddy factor, and uh, Buddy v Kennedy is always fun as a shootout. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I, I think the Swans have got a slightly better backline to try and run it out. Slightly. Uh, interesting. Yeah, they've got a lot of run out of their backline. Um no Jack Darling is going to hurt, I yeah, think. Not a lot of space to run on the, on the SCG as well. So no, good, but uh, they need to get it, it for him. I need to get it to centre and then Buddy will kick it from there anyway. Just yeah, about. That's a good point, actually. Just yep. about. A um, lot of options going forward um, for the Swans, like yep. you say. If it's not Buddy, then Heaney's got a leap on him that you wouldn't believe. Um, Parker's Crazy. playing yeah. more forward than he ever has. Yep. Um, and then you've got, you know, uh, Ronk or Papley that are sneaking around. Um, the other Kennedy. And Reed could be back soon as well. Yeah. Um, so you, you never know. Yeah, I think the Swans too, which would mean they'll be uh, two and zero against the Eagles this year. Yeah, I think the Swans will get over the line. I think it's going to be close. Um, but yeah, I think the Swans maybe just going to have a, I don't know, a little bit more composed in uh, in this matchup. Yeah. Weird part for me is Swans are starting favourites. 
Well, it's at home, isn't it? Yeah. But Eagles are still, they've been looking damn good. And then the Eagles had a week off, and yeah. it's yet but to like, be proven if that's good or bad yet. Like yeah. I say, without Darling, I think their attack is severely blunted. I mean, it's the, he's their leading goal kicker. Yeah. So I mean, straight away, you, you've got to say that. It's um, it, it takes away a big option. You know, Literally the, the, and figuratively. The, yeah. Um, so that's three swans there. Yep. yep. Uh, Carlton and Frio at Etihad Stadium. Oh, geez. God. I, I, yeah. I really want an excuse to tip Carlton. Because without, um, I mean, if Rio had a lost, I would tip Carlton. But they won a better, they beat a better side yeah. without Sandlins and Fife. Well, Carlton <laughs> going to pop up for another win somewhere. That's what I thought too. In this yeah. year. I don't know if it's this week though, because Fife will be back, um, but Walter's out. So yeah. I think Fife could just about win this off his own boot. Yeah. 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 I think Freo win. Um, probably again, I'm not going to watch. Yeah. I'll, I'll watch and see Fife uh, put on a clinic because. He, he, a phenomenal you, fucking player. You like, get a play feeling, tall, play short, play fast, play loose, whatever. It wouldn't be surprising if they put Crips on Fife and just say, all right, let's go. Let's, yeah, let's, <laughs> I'm bored, so I want to see something happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you two, see so you can get the most kicks out in the wings. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm going for Fife. Yep, Fife to win? Yeah. Yep. Is he the LeBron of Fremantle? I, I think yes. uh, the rest of uh, Fremantle is the Cavaliers to LeBron. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but not the worst game of the round. Yeah. Worst game of the round, Gold Coast v St. Kilda at Metricon. Yeah. I don't yep. know how to tip this. No. Is no, I think whoever you tip, no one's going to care. Is 50 points a winning score? Uh, yeah. I don't know. What, what, what's this? Lowest, lowest crowd for the for the season. I reckon this is going to be... Oh, it's going to go close. got to be. See, I'm, I'm still on the Suns just because I feel like they might... Uh, they might be able to make the match. They might turn up. <laughs> they might bother. Yeah, because it's just down the road for them, whereas St. Kilda, I, I think, it, it might be like uh, Sierra Leone coming for the Commonwealth Games. <laughs> they might just stay. They'll stay and uh, hide out. I, I think that these are the two clubs that have been absolutely knifed in the media all week um, yeah. mm. for various reasons, um, probably all deserved as well. Yeah. So I'm going to go this, oh, the Saints, Actually, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I think the Suns will win by 10 goals if St. Kilda go down on the Friday morning. Because <laughs> I think Gold Coast can handle a Gold Coast Friday night much better than St. Kilda can. I think you're right there. I think that's uh, true. If Assad is around the place too, we could see a nil-all draw. Some, no one's going to take the field. Somebody on Reddit, who I'm, I'm afraid I've forgotten their name, uh, pointed out that if, if the Saints win all four quarters, then it'll be a record um, that the Gold Coast Suns have lost more quarters in a row than any team ever. Really? The record is currently owned by St. Kilda from, starting from 1897. <laughs> Ouch. <clears throat> so uh, if, if Saints can give away that uh, that record oh. if they win each quarter in this one. Let's put me over on the Suns. Yeah. <laughs> You're Saints, Saints, Saints have got to fuck that up. They can't handle that sort of pressure. Yeah. Um, Friday night at the MCG, Hawthorne, Adelaide. Um, this one fucks me up. Becomes an interesting game, doesn't it? Oh, <clears> it's at the G. Um, Adelaide have been woeful. Like, yeah, yeah, everyone's walking injured, but... And they lost uh, another backman in this one in, in Brown. Um, yeah. Coming back from uh, Fremantle uh, last week, which everyone knows that surface is concrete, apparently. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a lot of reasons to tip Hawthorne. Is this is this 351 for... No, 350. 350. It is uh, 350. For uh, Burgoyne. Yeah. Which I've got a feeling he played his 300th against Adelaide. Sure. I'm that. nearly certain of it at the MCG. On a Saturday night. Maybe he got the choice and just being a former port player, he's like, fuck, fuck them. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm actually leaning a, a very hard towards Hawks because I think 
They have plenty to worry Adelaide, and Adelaide looks like they're still at half strength. They are. I mean, their midfield sitting up in the stands is almost better than yeah. their midfield out in the, on the ground. Yeah. Mm. And if Eddie and Tex are inaccurate... Well, I think that um, we usually play well against Eddie Betts because we put Ben Stratton on him. Yeah. Um, and, and Stratton's just that cagey motherfucker that I'm going to beat you. Yep. That's all I'm going to do. I'm going to beat you. It's a wet day as well on Saturday. Um, obviously, MCG is going to be no cover, so it's I think going to play into... Uh, oh, Hawks' hands because you take out the tall, tall people, tall. the crows who can actually have a bit of impact. Yeah. See, this would be game of the round if they could mic up Tex and Sicily if they play on each other. Oh, that'd be brilliant. Ooh. It'd be spectacular. Who, who's going to win that banter? I, I got a feeling Sis has got him because um, Tex will give it, but he's not all that clever with it. Yeah. Well, I, I think Sis would have the bigger vocabulary, and I'm, I don't. And I say that having never heard Sicily talk, but, but I've heard, heard Tex talk. <laughs> <laughs> heard him talk many times. Yeah. Um, um, I tell you what, they've both got a big boot on them too. I, I'm going to give that to Tex. I think he's got the slightly longer kick. Yeah. But it's the bands. AFL, mic them both up. Like I know you've done it before with Hodge <laughs> and other players. This will be a yeah. game for all time if you can mic them both up. Um, interesting week too that uh, Cyril Rioli's had another indefinite yeah. leave to go back home to Darwin. Yep. Um, this is one of the times where I actually ventured into the Facebook comments on it. Ooh. Every ah, single just... no, no, Every single comment was the same. Mate, family's more important. Forget footy. You've done enough. I think we're on different websites. Yeah, well, I went to the Hawthorne page. Yeah, no, that, that's that's very different than AFL memes and banter. Yeah, oh, yes, yes, it clearly is. Right. But almost every single one was, if you want to retire, go for it, mate. You, yeah. You've done enough. Almost every single page is better than AFL and banter. <laughs> yeah, whatever. especially the content-stealing motherfuckers. But anyway. We anyway. were always better than that. <laughs> um, I'm Tim the Hawks too. Ben, who you got? Um, yeah. Yeah, I think the Hawks get over the line just because of the weather. I think that's really going to be the one that pulls that victory out of uh, Adelaide's grasp. Um, and the final game is uh, the only game on Sunday, I see. Uh, the Cats and the Tigers. Um, so in this round, we've got first versus third and second versus fourth. That's almost uh, first week of the finals. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Could uh, could very well be like this. Um, Geelong are absolutely flying at the minute. Um, Dusty is back in town. Yep. Uh, is he? Yeah, he's back in town. Uh, doesn't mean he's playing this game, but one assumes he is if he's back in town. Yep, and with the wet weather continuing, I think we'll probably just outlast Geelong. I think it's going to be a scrappy game, low scoring, um, constant pressure throughout the, the whole match. I think we'll get over in the end. Um, I think the wet weather does favour the Tigers as well, especially mm. the way they play, because um, it might slow down the, the, the big three in, in the middle as well. Yeah. Um, Danger doesn't like the wet, I don't think. I think if it's wet, there's going to be injuries. There's going to be it's going to be a slog, and it's going to be hard bodies hitting each other hard because they can't get out of the way. And it's uh, it's going to be great to watch. I think so. And the Tigers got to bounce back, obviously. Um, yep. The Cats are absolutely flying, like we said. But God, it's a hard one to pick. Yep. A few of these these rounds. Um, so who you got? No, I'm on Tigers. You on Tigers? Yep. Yeah, ben, you're obviously going for the Tigers. Tigers well. yep. I think I'm going to tip the Cats because I just think their their midfield's getting up. But yeah, the rain worries me for them. Yep. Um, I, I think the Tigers like Lorraine more than them. Um, all right, so that'll do us around 13. Yep. Yep. Where we right. go. Peace. Good luck. Mike Rowe here with a radical idea. If you want to see more companies make more things in this country, buy more things from more companies who make things in this country. I refer in this case to the incredible t-shirts, sweatshirts, blue jeans, and more made by my friends at American Giant. 
everything American Giant makes is made in the United States. And right now, you can take 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com slash Mike. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. 